welcome back to Football Unfocused, 101st episode of Football Unfocused with your hosts, as always, Austin West, joined by Lavelle Harris. Lavelle, say hello. Hello. Back again. 101st episode. Hey, nope. I love it. We made it. We made it past 100. It feels good. We're over maybe, the hump now. Maybe we can make it past 200, maybe. We don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see if we can make it. A, people might want us off off the airwaves by that time, uh, by the time we get to 200. Mm. So. We'll have to see on that, but we are finally post Super Bowl. We're in the off season officially. Um, Super Bowl kind of reactions. Uh, Chiefs win, obviously, over the Eagles. Big big game. That was a fun game. It was crazy a really game. Fun it was game. a good game. I liked the game. Just I just hated how it ended. Just hated how it ended. Yeah. I wanted I wanted Jalen to get his shot to shine. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because he was balling. It was a great game from Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Even, what? yeah, go ahead. Even um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and Mahomes said he he still should have won Super Bowl MVP with the loss. He, yeah, he could have won MVP. Could have won with the loss. That's why I was with like, agree. He probably and could've. I agree. I agree with three hundred and four passing yards on twenty seven or thirty eight attempts and touchdown. Also had fifteen carries for seventy yards and three touchdowns, but. The yeah, Eagles runs. have the most unstoppable one-yard play in the history of um, the NFL. So the QB sneak. Yeah. So those three touchdowns, they the one yards. Hey, it's it's pretty much like guaranteed at this point. Uh, it's crazy. The ninety-two yes. percenters. And they're looking to outlaw that play now. Yeah, they're making it illegal. Which, and that's kind of. I don't know. They've been doing QB sneaks like this for years. Yeah. It's not a big thing like all of a sudden they're trying to stop the Eagles. Yeah. Like this has been a thing for years. It's just the style of which they do it. I think – I don't think they outlaw QB sneaks completely. Just where they have a tight end and a running back behind the quarterback See, pushing them forward. That's why I think it's really not them to do that like make it happen. It's really the linemen because they're so low to the ground. Mm-hmm. Like the defense is bare, like they practically offsides every time. Like you can see right. it on, you saw it on um, when the Chiefs, when yeah, the Eagles won the one yard line play. Yeah. They were all so low. Like you could see every Chiefs lineman, literally their backs. Like at that point, like I don't know what you can do. Is it if that's illegal? I don't know if that's illegal or not, but at that point, it's just football. It's whoever yeah. gets the lowest, and they're just out physical you at that point. If you can't stop a yard, and you know it's coming. That's up to you. That's on y'all at that point. It's on y'all. Yeah, I don't I think, think it should be illegal, because like you could still like motion people to make sure you could get a little someone pushing behind the back, like behind you. I don't know if that's illegal, because yeah, there's still ways the around it. There's still ways around it, like that you can say, like, is this still illegal or is this still illegal? Like, I gotta, I gotta know like what's actually legal. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's the push is the thing they're, yeah. they're, they want to outlaw, not having somebody pushing the quarterback. Because um, I think QB sneaks, keep it in, like, it's one yard. Like, mm-hmm. might as well run it up the middle with the quarterback from under center. So it gives you your best chance. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dean Blandino's exact words were, the NFL wants to see its athletes show off their skill and athleticism, and it's just not a skillful play. It is not an aesthetically pleasing play, were Dean Blandino's words. Dean Blandino, big NFL rules guy. Um, obviously, you see him on broadcast all the time. He knows what he's talking about. 
And so it was just interesting. That's like, well, why does it have to be like aesthetically yeah, pleasing? It has, like, has to be skillful because it's not a skillful play. It's, it's not. not. It's more of well, a. Okay. Yeah, it's very yeah. skillful to be able to stop it. Yes. Um, but to do it well sometimes really isn't that much skillful. The Eagles do it very skillfully. The, yeah, the way the Eagles do it is skillfully. It's that just how line is disgusting. Yeah, the, how they are trained, how they were like taught doing it. Like it's, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can just do that. Like you can't just no. put anybody behind someone and get a yard because it's really hard. It's really hard. You got to have a right. good O line. So like that's why I'm like it's just, just saying it's aesthetically not pleasing. Like why does it have to be aesthetically like not pleasing? Like, not like pleased to look at. Who cares? They're trying to win a football game, right? And it's a yard. So why should we care how it looks? Like, and most people are not watching the Eagles. We watch the Eagles because right. they won the NFC Championship, right? NFC Championship. Now they're in the Super Bowl, and that play works. As I watched the um, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey podcast, and he said it works ninety two percent of the time. And the 8% yeah. is when he slips. So the 8% when it doesn't work is when he slips. So that's when, like, at a point, you got to – there's chances. I don't think it's a – I think the Chiefs stopped it in this game too one time. So I think it's not like – I don't think it needs to be taken out or ruled yeah. against. I just think it needs to be – we got to learn how to stop it because I feel like that's like saying – we can't do read option no more because Lamar Jackson's juking your whole team. It's not aesthetically pleasing <laughs> for for us to see that. So, like, yeah, it's very aesthetically pleasing for it, me to see. It's like crazy. It's just like it makes no sense. It was just can't take out a play. I don't think they're gonna take out the QB sneak. But just get rid of the push. Just get rid of the get push. rid of the push. Yeah. But I feel like it's still they're gonna still do it. They're gonna still do it. They're still gonna find ways to. Get someone to behind the quarterback to ultimately push him. Like you think that's not what people are taught in high school? Like, oh, like, he's struggling to go forward. I'm gonna go push it forward. Yeah, like, what? It, are they like call literally, a flag? no way they call a flag on a push, and I'll be, like, I'll be actually mad. Like a receiver, like a tight end is on the line, and he, there's no one there on him, and so he, he turns around and goes and pushes his quarterback. Like, what about the or, running back behind his quarterback? Yeah. Can you like, not line up the eye back there on a QB sneak? Yeah, that'd be just it just makes no sense. It, yeah, I don't you have to go empty package. Yeah, it literally makes no sense to me. That's why I'm like, how you can you outlaw no pushing? It's just I don't yeah, think you can. It's, it's I don't crazy. think you should be changing the rules just to please one somebody whoever said this is not pleasing because I don't think the players have any like problem with it. It's one yard. It's one yard. What's it's the best one. It's yard? one yard. If you can't stop them on one yard, like they practice that, they practice fourth and ones. Like if you're it's not hard, practicing, it's hard to stop somebody from one yes. yard. No matter who, it's part of football or not. It's, it's hard part to of stop football. Like, from one yard. can we stop trying to make the game not football at the point? Yeah. Start making the stop and then start making like they're starting to making it like we got to like watch it. Like it's got to be pleasing to watch seen the commissioner cheering on the Chiefs. I don't know. He might be a Chiefs fan. It's great. Yeah, the way he hugged Chris Jones after that. It was, it was crazy. And then there's some talks saying he said, I don't care how you hit the quarterback. Hey. Man. Can can you write us in that script? I'm just saying. Can you write us in the script? script right, please. <laughs> like, 
Dang, man, that's crazy. <laughs> like, you writing the Chiefs in the script, crazy. You got to write us in the script sometimes, man. Maybe maybe next year, buddy. I mean, you do have Kellen Moore as your old coordinator now, yeah. so hopefully. Great hire. Great hire. I like that hire. I like that hire. But yeah, Super Bowl was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, if you were keeping up, I had a big parlay down. Did not win. Miles Sanders didn't score because of the QB sneak. Because of the QB sneak, basically. Actually, um, Miles Sanders was just awful that game. He was. He Gainwell, really was. Gainwell and uh, Boston Scott carried, really. They did. Miles My- Sanders um, fumbled first play of the game. Didn't get much action after that. Gainwell was pretty good. I like Gainwell. Gainwell was really good. He might take over. Honestly, he might. Um, and then it was obviously over 50 points. I yeah. thought it'd be a little more defense, uh, but it really wasn't. It was um, like, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I felt it could have gone either way. I probably should have just held off total score, to be honest, but yeah. I was like, why not? Um, Usually, then, maybe just go over because you never know. Yeah. The it's, unders yeah. in Super Bowl, too, because two teams not really like familiar with each other. I feel like you gotta go, Sometimes. gotta go over, yeah. Um, These guys just. But. What else? Uh, oh, uh, Jarek McKinnon had seven receiving yards in like the first quarter, and then never got any after that. Uh, <laughs> I needed him to have twenty-five, so I was a little upset about that. He had fifteen. Um, he had fifteen. Yeah. So okay, so he did get some more. Yeah, he um, needed ten more. And then I did a second one. Because I was like, you know, I, I still want to try to win something. I really haven't put any – I technically hadn't put any money down because it was a free bet. Um, but I did Eagles win. A.J. Brown scored a touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell over 12.5 receiving yards. Travis Kelsey, 70-plus receiving yards. Jalen Hurts, 40-plus mm. rushing yards. And mm. what's the only thing that doesn't hit? The Eagles winning. And so yeah, that sucked. Uh, I was really hoping that one would win because I was like, well, one's got the Chiefs, one's got the Eagles. We'll split my split my hairs here, you know. Um, no, should have trusted my gut and gone with the Chiefs on both. Should have just went to Chiefs, man. Yeah, overthinking. The overthinking is what gets yeah. me every time. That's, that's part about gambling. Time. The part about gambling, man. Especially, especially sport gambling. The overthinking a lot of stuff is yeah. Because you way. never know. Like you actually never know what they're gonna do. No, like betting on players and betting guess. on. It's just so hard. It's so hard. It is still funny though. Uh, out of everyone in in the group that sports gambles, I'm the only one that's positive on their career. Mm. Um, so that's that feels really good to be that guy um, because I forget uh, what it is. There's a it, there's a way to sh- in Fanduel that they show you if you're in the green or if you're in the in the red. I think <laughs> if you're positive or negative, I forget what it is. Like my net total is like twenty four dollars. Like I've I've won twenty more dollars than I've lost. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So that's and I'm good. the only one who has a positive number there. Everybody else is negative. Jeez. So that feels really good. Yeah. Uh, but I, that's a lot of free bet luck. I think is is really what it is. It's that fifty dollar free bet for the Buccaneers to win their division this year. Uh, that won me eighteen dollars. That's where most of it's from, <laughs> right there. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy. That didn't well, work out. And then we're the, gonna talk about this this penalty at the end of the game. That yeah, we can do that. I was gonna go field conditions, but we can do. Oh, penalty. okay, 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 okay. Both are really bad. Both are really bad. Great. Both were really I bad. I think let's let's go to field conditions because we field we'll conditions first. Oh yeah, my god, they were playing in a water park. They were definitely definitely were playing. It was wild. Oh god, it was the slippy dude. slide out there. It was. And it just, wasn't even the parts on logos. 
is yeah. the crazy thing. Like it was the paint was like worse, but you could see like where everywhere it was just slippery. I don't know if it was just because it was the grass and maybe could have been wet, but like I don't yeah. know. And Patrick Peterson called it because he had played it because obviously the only other place that has that is Vegas, and obviously yeah. he was from Arizona, um, which is where the next Super Bowl is, is uh, Vegas next year. Mm-hmm. And what they do, they spend the $800,000 to take the field, push it outside for a couple hours, and then bring it back in. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Peterson was talking about like, hey, depending on the weather, like if they leave it out too long, it could get moisture in there and it'll stay there, and it could make the surface not ideal. And that's literally what happened. Yeah. And so it was it was just a tough scene to watch, watching people, so many people, like, sliding everywhere. Yeah, um, like – Especially past rushers. Past rushers were getting the it was It was no sacks in the game. There was, like, literally no mm-hmm. sacks in the game. Which, I mean, the old lines did fantastic by fantastic, themselves. So but... we might not have had any sacks anyways, but we'll never but know. But dealing with – Chris Jones, Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, just Frank yeah. Clark, like crazy Number pass two. rushers. Like we just got it. Like I, it was just a point. Like I feel like it did have a like a an big effect. an effect on both, like both yeah. teams, and it, it's both teams. So like you can't say oh Eagles or Chiefs had an well, advantage of this, but it's well. really it's really just it's, I felt like it was just both teams couldn't get to the QB, yeah. and it was. It was costing. That's why it was, it was thirty-eight to thirty-five. Mm-hmm. But you know something fun about this? Uh, you want to know a conspiracy theory about the field conditions? Oh, I want to hear. It. Okay, <laughs> so do you know who the sod father is? The sod father. Did you hear no. about him? So this guy's worked on every Super Bowl turf ever, every mm. single one. This year was his final year of doing it, so he's he's retiring after this year. Huge Chiefs fan. Huge oh. Chiefs fan. Oh. And so people are saying, like, oh, he definitely – he can't obviously, like, make it the field worse for one team. Yeah. But he can give a team a heads up that the field might not be great because the Eagles players had to switch their cleats multiple times um, and were still slipping. Chiefs players never switched their cleats. And mm-hmm. then other people are saying the percentage-wise on dropbacks – Eagles defenders slipped on 24% of Patrick Mahomes' dropbacks, and I believe Chiefs pass rushers slipped on, it was like 11% of Jalen Hurts' dropbacks, I believe are the numbers. And so they're like, oh, that seems a little skewed that it's not like a 5% digit difference. It's double digits difference. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, did the sod father warn the Chiefs uh, what cleats to wear and give them a heads up so that they were prepared or something like that kind of thing? Because, again, diehard Chiefs fan is is the sod father. So Man. his last year, his last Super Bowl, his Chiefs are in it, you know. Conspiracy – tinfoil hats on at this point, you know. Hey, Maybe, my hat, my something. hat's on. And I'm so for it. I ain't going to lie. That is the craziest, craziest, greatest conspiracy thing. Lock him up right now. I'm di- I'm literally – take away the – take away it. Take no, away the Chiefs. <laughs> but that is crazy. That's a crazy mm-hmm. conspiracy theory. I loved it. That was I, saw it I saw it from Barstool because, Bar- you know, Barstool is going to be all over these yeah. wild conspiracy theories. So I – they made sure that made it to social media, this conspiracy theory. And I was like, oh, 
Lavelle is gonna love this. I, I that was a great that was a great conspiracy <laughs> theory. I loved it because right. actually I I'm saying it might it might it might be true. It might be true. How they were slipping. Even Jalen Hurts had to change his cleats right after he fumbled. Yep. He did fumble. He did fumble that. He did not have the, the perfect game, but yeah. he did fumble for six. But he did change his cleats after that. Did not have any issues after that. That's why I was like, it was just weird. It was just like watching the game. And then it felt like the game was like no calls. Like the refs were not in it at all. Like there were players, no like big calls like they had that changed the game until the and- end. Until the end, right. Until the end, until like this last play where it's what, third and four, Chiefs doing Something like that. Doing the corn dog again, does the corn dog and if y'all don't know what the corn dog is, it's a it's a play the Chiefs Andy Reid has called this sheet this play. And they wrong in on one of the touchdowns. Yeah. It was corner it was corner it's uh, called corn dog for corner drag. That's what it is. But yep. but they changed it. They changed the drag to like a little flat out, flat out play. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Got the yeah. got the Eagles twice on the in the red zone for it. It was yeah. a great play. They run it again. Bradbury ends up bagged it because he's in man coverage. There's a little tug on the jersey, but I was like, so you Dude. know how you know how they didn't call legal contact because it's within five yards. So I'm like, okay, I think that they're not gonna call pass interference because the ball was overthrown. So I'm like, okay. And then they, they call the only thing that looked like it could be and it was holding. But a little tug on the jersey, I don't know if that is enough holding. Like, By rules, it technically is. Technically like, is, but... But I hated that they kept showing the wrong point Yes, holding on the broadcast. Yes. Like, they're showing the second one, which is, okay, his hand is pulling, coming across, and the glove is bringing some jersey with it. Okay. Yeah. But right before, like off the line, it was off the zig. Yeah, there's a way, yeah. way more blatant one. It's he's it was, literally it got a handful of it. Tugged it a little bit, got back to the thing, and then I was like, okay. Yeah. It was a it was a holding call, but it was kind of a like a bang bang play. Like it was like you can't call that at that time, and it was an uncatchable ball. So like the Chiefs yeah. were weren't gonna get it anyways. So that's right. what made that's what made me like a little mad. Like they weren't gonna get it, and of course they gonna throw a flag. And it ha- looked like it happened like same way every time for the Chiefs to win. It's just also a, just a flag at the end, like it's supposed to be called, but you're not calling it for the most of the game. And it's right. just like it just makes no sense to me. Like it just it just, it does it all the time for the Chiefs. I don't know the refs. Yep. They have too much control over the game, and that time was not the time to call that. It, it was a good call. Good call. Yes, I'll say good, good call. call. It's good, a good call. call. But it, it, it would have been also a good no call because you were been not calling it the entire game. That's why I would have been like. Yeah. And it just cost, it, cost them the game. Jeremy Kennedy had a chance to score. Well, had I mean, a chance to score. I was like, down. you got to push him in. You got to push him in. I'm running over there. It's fast. I'm tackling him in. Forward. Don't care. Right. <laughs> You're getting in the end zone. But, hey, I wanted to see Jalen Hurts. Do a money drive, yep. either throw a pick. I wanted to see him either throw a pick or win the game. Tie the game up. One of the two. Would have yeah, been a great ending to the Super Bowl. But the flag, it kind of delayed the great ending we had, we would have had. had for Which, I mean, the Hail Mary afterwards was just 
awful. It was just awful. He, like, I've, slipped. He, like, I, slipped or, like, yeah, got hit, and it was just... It looked like, it just, he could no, not get off. It looked like he did not, not want to throw it that far anyway. He's no. like, he was like, what do we, can we really do? We're on the 30-yard line. I have right. to throw the ball 70 yards at least. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to do this. And then just, uh, yeah, threw the ball. I feel like he was done over it. After that, no, after a call like that, you know, just, it's in your head, like... Defeated. Just defeated. If, yeah, you're just like, if they don't call that, we win the game. We, we, I have a chance to win the game. I had a chance to win the game. Just like, but it's just and how it is. But a big, a big call, a big call by Nick Sirianni, punting on fourth and two. Yep. He Did said you, thirty-two of uh, thirty-two other NFL coaches would have done the exact same thing. Literally the exact same thing. And I'm thinking Nick Sirianni wasn't going to do it because the whole game, he, the yeah. whole game, you're going for it. He went for he it on a fourth and six. A fourth and six, and actually, I was like, he's going for this one. It said in the center, like kicking a field goal that they're in field goal range. Mm-hmm. But he went for that one, but that one was he didn't go for that one. It was crazy. They were it up was at just, that time still, he, weren't they? Uh, I think it was. No, it was tie game, oh, and it was for them yeah. to take the lead, and then they punted, and then the uh, Kadarius Tony took it like to the five yard line. Yeah, I ran corn dog again. <laughs> took the lead. I that situation too. I mean, yeah. What can you do? I mean, I, you really I don't think I. That's what I'm saying. I we've been going for it the whole game, and we're positive on fourth downs. And you've been saying it's four down territory the whole time. Why not? Is why not this down the four down territory? You have a chance to put Patrick Mahomes away with a lead. Why not? That's like, or, if you got to think about, or yep. you were thinking about. And you got to think about also their putter just came back this week from injury. They haven't punted all game. They punted one all, one time, and it was decent. But yeah. then that one he shanks. I would have been like, I got to go for it that time. I got to put the balls in my playmaker's hands. If they score, because when they punted, they were already in um, touchdown range already. So really? that's why I was like, at a point, if you just go for it, if you just go for it right there, if they don't get – there are they don't if you don't get it they're already at the same place you would have if you didn't punt it. Well, he's playing. He almost if if Kadarius Tony doesn't return that he's pinned within the what twenty five. So I mean, they it was not not it was like they were probably at the thirty. Thirty. It was like the 30, 40 yard line. It may be in between there because he shanked it. It was an awful punt because it was just such a bad punt. I already, it was just awful. Gotcha. I wish I, I got to see the play, but. It was it was bad, and then I have it right yeah. here, but I don't want to play right. it on. <laughs> but I will say, tinfoil hat on because we're still I, about. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's about the call. Tinfoil hat back on. Both Super Bowls have now kind of been air quotes decided. The last two, I should say, have both been quote dis- decided by a late holding call that could have been gone either way mm. down in the red zone. The Bengals-Rams one, there was that one on Cooper Cup right at the goal line, and then this one for the Chiefs-Eagles. So just putting that out there, tinfoil hats on. The last two Super Bowls have kind of been, air quotes, decided this way. Yeah, I just saw that the other one, um, the holding on Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. He, he he was holding him. That one was bad. That one, like, he, he had him wrapped. Like, like, hey. like you, you, he was hugging his mama on Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's how it looked. I swear it was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't like that little tug, like a tug you right. could get away with. But hugging him? Yeah, it was not, it was not it. 
He was non-existent. Just bad. All right. Anything else you want to talk about from the Super Bowl, my good sir? Um, not much. No. No. All right. Great Super Bowl. Great Super Bowl. It was great Super Bowl. But we do have some big NFL hires from that Super Bowl. Both coordinators from the Eagles are now head coaches. Uh, D coordinator Jonathan Gannon is now the Cardinals head coach. And then are the old coordinator for the Eagles. Where did he end up going? He went to Indianapolis as for their head coach, Shane Steichen. Um, but yet... Eric Benemy is taking likely a horizontal move from O coordinator of the Chiefs to O coordinator of the Commanders. Hasn't been official yet, but mm. something to look at as well. Um, a lot of people saying Andy Reid is what's costing Eric Benemy head coaching jobs. But I don't know why he doesn't have one already, honestly. Like, I why think regardless. Is, why are they saying but, Andy Reid is costing him? Because Andy Reid hasn't given up full play calling abilities to Eric Benemy. Because mm. Andy Reid still calls plays. So that's why. So that's what they don't think he's but, a true OC. But Kevin O'Connell didn't call plays for the Rams. Sean McVay did. Mm. And he's now the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. Mm. And so that's why people are like half and half split. Like, why is he not getting head coaching jobs? And. Well, because people think, oh, Andy Reid's still doing that play calling thing. This really isn't Eric Benemy, and Andy Reid's one of the smartest offensive minds we have right now. So obviously, it's all him, and it's not really his OC. But yeah. I mean, it probably is Eric Benemy, and that's why he wants to go to Commanders and be like, well, I got to turn this offense around if I want to prove myself to get a head coaching job. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he does go there or not. I mean, it's looking like. They were saying a deal could be done by the end of the day, um, but it, we'll have to see. Okay. But yeah, so something interesting there. Hey, that, that'd be again, interesting if they could. He could turn around the Commanders' offense. They have some good pieces, man. I like. I like. Especially it. since like um, that defense gave up a double-digit lead in the second half of that Super Bowl, and then that guy still went and got a head coaching job. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. I mean, just kind of weird. It's weird. I like for years we've said Eric Benemy probably should be a head coach, but yet he is still an offensive coordinator uh, with Andy Reid. Maybe he didn't like the teams uh, that he interviewed with, and we just don't know that. Or maybe the teams just didn't like him, which is weird. I I don't know what it is because um, Mahomes and Andy Reid and well, Travis Kelsey and all the offensive players talk so highly of him. So it's yeah. just interesting to see uh, why that is. So it's just crazy. Hey. Never know why someone not going to get hired and thinking they have all this. They just accomplished everything. But the other team, Nick Sirianni, his guys, they just lost. But he just lost two of his coordinators now. So, hey, it's going to be it's going to be a new thing. New thing. It's an interesting offseason for the Eagles this year. Even Eagles, with all those weapons, the new a lot of people. Sometimes can hit. It's going to be a new it's going to be an interesting offseason for everybody. Yep. We don't know where Lamar going to go. Aaron Rodgers. Right. Josh. Which Aaron Rodgers should be starting his darkness retreat anytime, I believe, right? Yeah. He said it was the end of the week. 
Because people were saying it was the beginning, and then Aaron Rodgers like, no, Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter know nothing about my personal life. Whatever (laughs) you hear from them about me is probably wrong because they are not in my inner circle. And so um, he said he would start it later this week, he said. So maybe today or tomorrow um, because today is Friday. So we'll see if he's – I doubt he'll put anything out that says, hey – I'm going into my darkness retreat, guys. Maybe he did. I don't follow Aaron Rodgers on social media, so that might be. I maybe yeah. I don't. Um, I don't. But, so so I'll, we'll see. I won't, I won't know. His big target, the Jets. The Jets have already said they'll pay for a vet. Uh, Derek Carr, also a free agent now. Uh, mm-hmm. The Raiders let him go. No trade for him. So his his big target has been the Saints, but he's also now talking to the Jets as of today. So maybe if Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out, Derek Carr is the next QB of the Jets. Um, we'll see how that turns out. Um, Aaron Jones just took a pay cut today to stay with the Packers, surprising a lot of people. People thought maybe he would move on from the Packers and try to go somewhere else. Um, but, yeah, and C.J. Stroud wants to play with the Raiders. So that's the okay. other quarterback. C.J. Stroud wants to go to the Raiders. And the Raiders do have a top 10 pick, I believe. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they can trade up um, with someone. As I looked at the wrong NFL draft. Um, there it is. So Raiders are at seven. And looking at this, quarterback needy teams. Houston, Indianapolis, uh, all above Vegas. Those two for sure. Mm-hmm. So they might have to trade up to get the guy they want. Because yeah. um, I doubt Arizona, and, and it's going to be hard because Chicago Chicago seems like the only one that would be willing to move back. Arizona probably doesn't want to, wants to get a good receiver or something up there. Um, so I don't see them moving much. So it'll be interesting to see how that works. Yeah. Um, I think Seattle is going to get a QB. I Not at that pick per se. Also, I love that the ads are now over the information I'm trying to look at. <laughs> it makes it very nice. Um, but if Seattle's at five, I could see them dropping. If Honestly, I would say they trade with Vegas and drop down, but I doubt it. Um, but they could trade up and drop down and get a receiver, or they could even – honestly, they could stay there and come around pick number 20. Um, which they also have, they could take Anthony Richardson right there. Um, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, it would be it would be interesting to see Seattle take one, take a late QB. So we'll see uh, what happens with that. But um, as of right now, again, top 10, Chicago, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, Seattle, Detroit, Vegas, Atlanta, Carolina, Philly. Again, Philly holds the number 10 overall pick, and they just yeah. were runner-ups in the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Saints got no picks except the 30th pick. They got the 30th from ours. The <laughs> 49ers <laughs> have no picks in the first round. Miami got, has forfeited. Yeah, one. 22nd, 22nd. I don't know. Chargers fans going crazy. They want a running back. They want this. They want that. Running back? Yeah, they want B. John Robinson. Mock draft has them selecting Lucas Van Ness, the D lineman out of Iowa, at 22. What? Saying and Sam Laporta, the tight end out of Iowa, in the third round. Really? 
Yep, this mock analytics. draft has D lineman from Iowa, Lucas Van Ness at 22. OT. Offensive tackle from Maryland, Jalen Duncan yeah. at 55. And then Sam Laporta, tight end out of Iowa at Okay. 80. I like the tight end. Iowa players? Come on. Sam Crazy Laporta. Iowa players. Sam Laporta will be good, dude. I think he's got what it takes to go to the No, nah, we definitely need to draft a tight end for sure. Sam Laporta, dude. That's what I was like. Crazy. We need a tight end. We need maybe another receiver, maybe. They were talking about we dropping Keenan. They better not drop Keenan. I will get mad. What about Mike Williams? Is Mike Williams up for being dropped yet or no? No, he's just signed. Oh, that's right. I can remember, man. Chill out. <laughs> I see Carolina taking – I guess they could take a QB too. I don't know. They could take a QB or a wide receiver even. I could see him taking a wide receiver. They, they need a quarterback first, I think. They said Christian Gonzalez, cornerback at Oregon. Interesting. 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 For sure. It's weird that they want to load up their defense so much because their offense is so bad. But, I mean, if you have a strong defense and your offense sucks, maybe you'll stay in more games. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. I... Will Levis. That's, how, that's Will who they Levis. have the Raiders taking. Will yeah. Levis. Compared to him and, Brent and CJ Stroud, they're not. Ooh. I'm sure they have CJ Stroud going like late. Something. Nope, Bryce Young. Yeah. So yes, Houston. Houston. Indianapolis. Yes, right. They threw 41 touchdowns, 32 touchdowns. These the, these guys are crazy. CJ <laughs> Stroud and Yes. And yes, then six dude. picks and five picks. Oh my gosh. These guys are amazing. What are you talking about, dude? They were <laughs> disgusting. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 So I mean that's our draft order. I mean the Obviously, the 19 and on is from the playoffs, so, I mean, that's pretty easy to find out. Chargers hold the 22nd. Technically 21st because Miami forfeited theirs. Yeah. Which I don't remember Can how, we get 20 – Can we, give us the 21st and the 22nd pick, and we'll be good. I think I think we deserve that. Give the 49ers the 21st. Let's not give them to you. Pick. No. Why would you get it? You traded away your pick. We'll bump Just give us an extra. We'll get the, we'll get the 30th. I'll You're take the thirty. I will take the thirty-second pick. Bump everybody up. Give us a twenty-first pick and the thirty-second pick. Heck no! No shot, buddy. <laughs> no shot. Um, but yeah, I mean that's really yeah. the XFLs this weekend. Um, I don't know if I will be watching. Maybe we'll see. Maybe, maybe. whether or not I watch it or not. Um, cause X- hey, people say why don't we make the XFL or the USFL the G League for the NFL? That would go kind of crazy. Um, I don't know. That's if what I was happen, thinking. But it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Yeah. Like, you just pick. You could have, like, each team have a XFL team. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Have a 32 XFL league. It'll get more players. More players semi-pro. More players pro. Just have a little. Because people are saying, like, that's the only way fans will care is if they have their team has skin in the game. In yeah. The league. Yeah, it'll make sense. So you start cheering for your XFL team and games a little cheaper. You can see some upcoming players. I like it. I like the I like the idea. I think it works out, but I don't know if the NFL will ever do it. I NFL think they want to expand to Europe first. I think they want to make a European division first. Yeah, yeah, division. They're cheap. European division first. They're cheap and want money. Hey, you tell me XFL won't bring them money. Well, maybe not, but. 
people go nah. to spring training games all the time. So, yeah, but yeah, you got to get like you got to get it going first, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like XFL right now, it's like it's kind of low key. It's the but, rock, baby. Yeah, but it's gonna get up, get up in a couple years, and then maybe we could do it. I feel like it's gonna it could happen. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, again, yeah, XFL is Saturday, not Sunday. Uh, so tune in for that. But anything else you want to add for this kind of shorter episode? Really don't have much to talk about as we get ready for the – it's the dead period between the Super Bowl and the off season. Where yeah. It's like we're kind of twiddling our thumbs here on uh, what yeah. kind of to do. Um, it's like 20-something days until free agency. So yeah, we wait in, we wait in patiently. So nothing much Combine. to add. Draft should be coming up soon. Kellen Moore and Justin Herbert are going to make some special happen. So, hey, just be ready. Just know this. Be ready for next year. Down. He's got the receipts. Got the receipts. I'm keeping them. Y'all write it. I'm not writing back. Just keep going. Like, come on. All right. And on that note, I think that'll do it for us this week. Again, a little bit shorter of an episode. But we'll be back maybe with a longer one next week as we get more to talk about. So see you all then. Bye.